Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are talking education matters today and I have two very important guests from Tennessee Tech University. Susan Wells is a lecturer in the College of Business at Tennessee Tech and serves as director of the Governor's School for Technological Innovation and Business Leadership. Boy, that's a mouthful, Susan. <laughs> and with Susan is Caleb McNaney, who is uh, assistant director of the Governor's School. Caleb, we're delighted to have you with us Thank you for having here me. today. And uh, we ought to mention that Susan was also named last year by Tech's National Alumni Association as the recipient of the Outstanding Service Award for the entire uh, university alumni. Welcome back, Susan and Caleb. Great to have you with us. Susan, tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a lecturer in the College of Business. I teach in IT analytics management. I teach everything from a, a freshman experience course to a senior course in organizational leadership. I also teach business intelligence um, and a course in conflict management and negotiation, which is probably one of my favorite courses. Uh, also, I am the director of the Governor's School for uh, Technological Innovation and Business Leadership, or GS Tibble, as we have taken to calling it, <laughs> um, which is a um, four-week college experience where we bring rising juniors and seniors to Tennessee Tech's campus. They learn, they live, and um, we entertain them as college students for 28 days. And that's got to be a great, great experience for them. And we're going to talk a lot about that here today. Caleb, tell, tell us about your background. Uh, my background, I started at Tech in uh, 2017, and then I just graduated in 21 with my undergrad in management. And if it wasn't for this lady sitting right here next to me, I would have been out of school and going to Weldon School. But uh, <laughs> a few meetings uh, with her, and she convinced me to get my MBA and actually uh, begin working for her as her GA. So um yeah, so I'm getting my master's right now, my MBA, and I start my job in um, August uh, at NTT Data, being a data consultant. So outstanding, outstanding. Well, um, and Susan, you mentioned IT—that's information technology for any of our listeners that are not not aware. But um, it's great to have you both here, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, a lot of different things, but including information technology. So, um, Susan, first, we've got to go back and congratulate you again on on the National Alumni Award uh, recognition. Uh, you were recognized for outstanding service, and that had to do with uh, mentoring and advocacy and civic engagement. Talk about that just a little bit. Well, it's um, you've known me a long time, and you know that my primary function at Tennessee Tech, in my mind, is to be there for the student. And like Caleb said, when we met, he was going to graduate and go to welding school. And I said, no, I think an MBA is a better route for you. Why don't we go? Why don't we do this? And I tend to do that with a lot of students. And I've always said the day that I'm no longer a student advocate is the day I'll go to the house. Um, because our students have a lot of choices and um, for a lot of them, they a lot of our students at Tennessee Tech are first-gen college students, and they need that person who can take them and guide them and, 
and show them the possibilities and listen to them. And so that's the part of my job that I love the best. And sometimes they just need that little nudge from a, a mentor to <laughs> to move them a slightly different direction. Absolutely. And it's what I enjoy doing. I love recognizing that potential and and helping them find it. Well, that's great. And congratulations again on the uh, on the award. Um, tell us about your role as director of the Governor's School for TIBL, Technological Innovation and Business Leaders Leadership. What'd you call that? Tibble. 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 Okay, <laughs> makes sense. All right. It's had several name changes over the years, and we've been in existence since 2001. And in 2001, when you were president of the university, the state chose not to fund governor schools that year. And you knew that myself and Dr. Curtis Armstrong had worked very, very hard to bring the school to fruition. And so... Uh, private donors. We had our first school with private donors. We had um, 31 young men and five young women that year. And um, since then, it's grown. It's changed names. It's changed directors. And I have actually been in the director role. This is my fifth year in the director role. Uh, One of those years was completely online during 2020. Uh, which I hope to never have to do again. (laughs) (laughs) This is Caleb's second year with me. He was my assistant director last year. Um, And we changed the name because we also have another governor school on campus and um, emerging technology, governor school for emerging technologies, which is out of the engineering department and directed by Chris Wilson. And uh, so we changed the name last year because people were getting, we were GSBIT, and GSET, and people were getting it confused. So we figured if we went with Tibble, it wouldn't get confused with <laughs> G, with GSET. So, um, but we we changed the curriculum to show them the technological innovation and the business leadership, and uh, I think it's worked very well. This is our first year with that name, but I think it's worked very very well. It's pretty neat that we have two governor schools on the campus and. That brings a lot of students to campus. It does. It does. And we are using this as a recruitment tool, and we're getting more and more successful every year. In fact, we have four kids that are for sure sure coming to Tech because of their governor school experience. Excellent. Well, that's a payback right there. Right there. Yep. Well, tell us about funding at this point. At one point, the state paid for a big part of this. Other times they've paid for nothing. What's happening now? Well, we haven't had a state raise um, since I think we figured 2006 or mm-hmm. seven, And so you can imagine how that's going. But the university has given us additional funding. And then this year we received a very, very generous foundation uh, gift from a, from a donor through the foundation. And so we finally have a foundation account set up where we can go back to former governor's school kids and their parents who have always wanted to give and say, okay, we have our account open now, so (laughs) help us out. But we're using that gift to be able to bring back some of the evening and and weekend activities that we had kind of had to curtail because of cost. So we have been, this year we've been to Dollywood and a sounds game and the Nashville Zoo and uh, the kids have loved every minute of it. So, and and uh, we talk about these kids in in the sense that they're many of them. This is their first experience 
on a um, on a college campus. Absolutely, a lot of them. It's their first experience, and they are treated like college students. Though, since they are minors, we do have counselors in the dorms with them in the evening, and um, we don't give them a lot of free downtime because we've learned in the past. <laughs> Sometimes they wander away, so <laughs> yeah. they, can, they can find something to do <laughs> something, on their own. Something to keep them occupied. Well, Caleb, talk about the students a little bit. They're a pretty talented group, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, so I go through the process of looking at all the applicants and then uh, get them smaller and smaller, the group down, 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 until we have about uh, – so this year we had 36 students come. So this year I think we had 48. Um, so – we had a total of 36 that were coming, and then the rest were alternatives, uh, alternates. Uh, what we start off doing is looking at their um, pretty much like their resume, their um, their class uh, grades and everything, and then they also have recommendations from their teachers. And the teachers can either help them a lot or hurt them a lot. I've seen uh, some students have great grades, and then the teachers just uh, write down some stuff, and you're like, oh, man. Um, and so then they also send in two videos that um, explain uh, – Susan, what was it exactly they explained to They me? have to – they tell us why they want to come to yeah. governor school. And then we also have them do one on what they're passionate yeah. about. And those are my favorite videos because you learn very quickly – that so many of them are already involved in changing their communities. Right. And so it, it's very exciting. And, you know, we've had people that do everything from do from doing computer tutoring at the senior center to, mm-hmm. you know, working with their peers on stuff. And and uh, so it's always that's always very exciting for us to watch who, what they're passionate about. That's that's my favorite video. Yeah. So where do the students come from? Oh, my goodness. They come from all across the state, from all the way um, to far east Tennessee. Because um, last year we had a kid that was, I think, right outside of Bristol, somewhere around there. And then they go all the way down to Memphis. So all across the state. This year we had um, We have nine. six from Memphis. Yeah, six from Memphis. Six from Memphis. Um, and then two of them are a little bit outside of Memphis. And then uh, we have nine from east Tennessee and 19 from middle Tennessee. Wow. Which middle Tennessee is huge. So Yes. Um, and Nashville's there. so We have one local student, um, Ian Cox, who's a rising junior at Upperman. Upperman. Yes. And you mentioned rising juniors. Talk about where these students are in their high school curriculum. They are rising juniors and seniors. Um, we uh, have everybody from students who are just 15 all the way to four this year that 18. are 18, but one or two of them turned 18 while they were here. So... Um, a wide age range, but they all work very well together because they're they're very very mature uh, students, and they're they're all very smart. I think the funniest thing to watch is to take thirty six people who are used to being number one in their class and putting them in a classroom together. You're right, and them learning how to navigate that. That's that's one of my favorite things to watch because they're like. All these kids are as smart as I am. I'm not used to a classroom full of this. They're beginning to experience what happens in college. Exactly. The funny thing is is, uh, we did an escape game the other day, which takes – you have to be pretty intelligent to escape one. And also you have to think outside the box. And neither group finished it, and they were so close. (laughs) And the, the bad part was is that the numbers were in front of them the whole time to unlock the safe. And they just didn't not look at them. They were trying to work the problem out. And you could get it by working the problem out, but it's going to take you the full time. If you're not quick enough, you're not going to get it. That's funny. 
That's funny. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about their experiences, but we're going to take a quick break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking education matters. And uh, Caleb and Susan, we were talking before the the break about um, the experiences the students have in in Governor's School. Um, They come from all over the state. They're pretty talented. They're rising juniors and seniors, and, and that's the way Governor's Schools are set up. They're intended to go back and still have an impact on their local school, aren't they? Yes, sir. And I actually was talking to one of the students this morning, and he goes, yes, I've already told six of my friends they need to apply next year. So I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Well, that's great. That's great. Let's talk a little bit about uh, they're all talented. What kind of curriculum do they encounter? They go through a we do it a, we the way we do it we have it's split between leadership and leadership business and information technology. And um, we also have what we call Wings Up Wednesday where they we bring back tech alumni who have graduated not necessarily in business but from from across campus who have been successful and they talk to them about what a positive role tech played on them. Uh, they're making themselves successful. We have um, different leadership people. We've had Dr. Rob Owens, Coach Dwayne Alexander, Chester Goad. Um, they, they hear from, of uh, course, President Phil Oldham. They'll hear from Provost Lori Bruce, and um, they will hear from you. So <laughs> a lot of people talk to them about leadership with technology. We talk about the future of technology. Seth Williams, who's a lecturer in the College of Business talks to him about that. And then my husband, who's a professor of and teaches a class in computer forensics, actually takes them to the lab and teaches them a little bit of computer forensics while they're here. Um, we They learn marketing. They learn the, the financials because they have to prepare. Finan- what they have to do is they uh, are charged with the entire time they're here creating a technological-based uh, innovative product in creating a business plan and presenting that business plan to judges. And um, so we have six very cool products this year. Um, We usually have a product that maybe is not a heavy hitter, but this year they really have come through. One group has developed a um, helmet that football players can wear that will will send signals to the sideline if they've taken a hit that may need to be evaluated for concussion. One group has developed a water bottle 
that keeps the stats on the front and filters your water so you can put any kind of water in it. Uh, One group has developed a toolbox that actually rolls around and charges your tools that you need. Uh, One group has developed a um, inkless printer. Mm -hmm. One group has developed a scanner based on one they currently use in livestock to be able to scan your food if you have food allergies to tell you what's been brought to you if there's if you have like a peanut allergy if there's actually peanut residue in it and then one group um, has developed a thing they've kind of crossed an air tag with a NOAA weather radio for like golfers runners hikers if you're on the lake whenever to be able to receive the the signal from the NOAA weather radio and then if you're running whoever has it on their phone can come to you and pick you up so you're not running in a light in lightning or something like that. So a lot of great ideas this year. That's great that they're they're so creative. <laughs> Caleb, what's been the thing that uh, you've noticed this year? What's what what have they gotten excited about? Oh man, they get excited about all these activities. Um and that's actually what my main role is, is to handle activities, get them there to point A to point B, make sure they have fun and no one gets hurt. And um, so we've had a great year so far. Like like she said before, um, they love going to Dollywood, the zoo. Uh, we had a field day with uh, pool day as well, um, and we actually took them to see a movie. And that's they really get excited about um, the activities. But also they're so they're already so smart. They love learning so much more too. So they look forward to um, having the wings up Wednesday and um, the outside speakers because it it gives them a. We had a couple of business owners come in, and so it gives them the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? It gives them real life – like Real world real experience. Real world experience. And um, so they really look forward to it. We had a couple of uh, guys that really interested in docs, um, Susan's husband, uh, forensics class, and they think they might want to do that in the future. So it just kind of gives them um, – Options, I guess you could say, and what they're interested in. Type That's thing. great. And these extracurricular activities give them a chance to bond as exactly. a class a little bit right. too, don't they? Right. And then they, they separate in the groups and everything like that, and they work on this project. And so that kind of helps bond them as well when they go on these. But they've really events. bonded as big groups. Oh, they really and, have. And uh, when they went to the zoo Saturday, I went to the ball game, but I didn't go to the zoo. Um, they didn't break off into many groups. They they were in large groups. Yeah, we had two groups the whole day, and uh, for that many kids, it's insane. That's interesting, so. yeah. So uh, let's talk demographics a little bit. Are there, I assume there are young ladies in this group in addition to for gentlemen? The, for the very first year ever, we have more females than males. Is that right? What oh, is yeah. it, 20, 24. 24 to 12? Yep. Is that right? 24 mm-hmm. to 12, two times the girls that we have boys. Uh, 40% of our students are minorities. And um, it's been interesting seeing that demographic with the more females than, I think, let's see, I think they have to pick roles in their team. And I think we have more female CEOs on their teams this year than we've ever had. It's just so how the cards played out. It's That's how great. the cards played out and it's worked out really well. And from going with the first one to having 31 men and Five women to twenty four and twelve. It was, it was kind of a aha moment for me. So that's, that's a great great trend. It it is. Well, talk about the judges and the faculty that they interact well, with. Well, the judges um, will be um, assorted faculty or speakers that they've met. Um, 
my husband Doc's going to be one of the fa- judges. Seth Williams is going to be one of the judges, and I've had a last minute can- cancellation with my female judge, so I, I'm working on that. But um, I also uh, the faculty they've interacted with have been um, the people that I mentioned. Uh, Clay Wesley has worked with them. We've brought a former alumni Emma Cannon in to do etiquette with them. Uh, our daughter, Whitney, who is a technical recruiter, came in and did resumes and presentations with them. Uh, we've had various people through the through the room with them. I would like to take a minute to mention my student staff because my staff is all student in addition to Caleb. I have four college athletes, three football players, Bryson Garrett, Josh Relaford, and Seth Carlisle. Um, Macy Carter, who's a soccer player, and then Bailey Hooper, who is a double major in accounting and IT, has been support for all of them on their financials, which is usually the worst part. And then Bailey Dalton is a double in BINT and um, human resource. So it's a total student staff. Um, the only uh, and everybody returned this year except Seth and Macy are new. So it's been really, really good. And you mentioned that some of these folks bring industry experience with them, uh, responses from the firing line, I think I used to call it, but they've been out there. And One of their favorites is um, a local, C.G. England, who owns C.G.'s Boutique. She comes in and talks to them, and she and her husband are starting a nonprofit coffee shop for people who are other-abled. And so the kids have been so interested in in what it's taken to get the the nonprofit part set up and the the building set up and the training set up, so they've been they've been very very um, interested in that. Both Dean Tom Payne and Tom Timmerman come in and teach them, so um, have a lot of different people having um, access to them. And then Chad and Anna Gilbert came in and talked about building a business in real estate. So. We've just had a whole lot of great speakers come talk great to these Great variety and great, great backgrounds to uh, share with people. We're going to take another break. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to the director and assistant director of the Governor's School in, uh, and I used to, to call it information technology, but uh, it is now the Governor's School for Technological Innovation and Business Leadership at Tennessee Tech University. Caleb McNanee is the assistant director and Susan Wells the director of, of those schools. We were talking about the faculty and about the alumni. Uh, Caleb, uh, these folks go on to do some great things, don't they? They really do. Um, in uh, the history of our governor's school, we've had um, one student, uh, he ended up graduating and going to Apple. Uh, we've had one that um, works at NASA. And then the there's a really cool one that their new innovative technology was the cloud, pretty much. It was where you had a uh, – took a picture um, with a camera, and then you would bring it home and upload it instead of having to carry around all these um, SD cards with you all the time. And so you would just upload it to this uh, cloud, and this was before the cloud was ever invented, anything like that, and now he actually works at Microsoft, which is pretty cool <laughs> that someone in governor school created it before mm-hmm. it was actually real. Yeah, that's pretty neat. That's so. pretty neat, and that, and it's great that he's at Microsoft. Exactly. He'll make a, make a big contribution uh, contribution there, too. 
A lot of people make this governor's school a success. You've mentioned some of them, but who else would you give a shout out to? Uh, definitely Susan Henry. She uh, gets paid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, but for real, she is. Uh, she works with us hand in hand with um, not only just getting us paid, but making sure that um, everything works out in a timely manner. She gets all the applicants and puts them in a file for me and Susan. Um, so that they're easier to review. Mm -hmm. She handles all the health and all that kind of stuff, uh, the paperwork with that, the healthcare work. And, um, but she does a lot uh, behind the scenes that not many people see. Yeah, we had a couple of accidents at roller skating. And yeah. so <laughs> she, she has helped with the follow-up visits for <laughs> doctor's visits for one of the young ladies. So, Well, there's always something going on. It's a very active group. There's no question about that. Well, Susan, uh, we've talked a lot about Governor's School. You do a lot of other things at at Tech also. So uh, talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about the classes that you teach out there. I teach a freshman experience class. Um, all freshmen coming into the College of Business have to have what we call UBiz, and I teach a section of that every fall. Um, I love it because I get to meet the kids when they first come to the school. And uh, we do Strengths Finder, where we help them find their strengths and then show them how those strengths relate to um, the kind of career they may want to follow. Because some of them come in knowing exactly what they want to do, but for the most part, they don't. So we take them, we take the Strengths Finder and and take what's called the Holland Codes and say, you know, it doesn't say you should be a. It says people with these strengths typically do well in these fields. And so we do that with them. We get them very accustomed to tech. We teach them about all the traditions. We start working with them on their resumes and learning to speak publicly and, and that kind of thing. And then I also teach, um, usually teach the intro computer class. I teach business intelligence, which is my favorite analytics class because everybody else teaches them how to calculate all the numbers. I teach them how to paint pictures with the numbers in business intelligence. We use Tableau and Power BI. And then um, I teach organizational leadership, which incidentally I had you for in the MBA program and mm -hmm. learned a lot and use a lot of that. And then I also, my very favorite class is I teach conflict management and negotiation. Um, and it's about negotiating in business, but more than one student comes out of there telling me that it taught them how to handle conflict and, and negotiate in life. So that's probably my favorite, my most rewarding class that I teach. And that's a pretty important skill to come out of university with. Absolutely, especially these days. So they, they seem to enjoy that class. That's actually the class where I met Caleb. So Yeah, I had her uh, twice that semester, <laughs> and um, I ended up spending a lot of time in her office. And one thing led to another. I was hanging out in her office every day before classes, because um, it was just kind of a hangout spot, and that's how her and Doc are. Students are always in their office because they love their students. Yeah. And so, and then one thing led to another, now I'm working for her, so here we are. <laughs> that's great. And and you, you're going on to, to work in IT when you, uh, yes, sir. When you get out. Yes, sir. Well, and I, going from a welder to working in IT just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it should, although uh, there are great jobs right now in welding. Oh, there also. really is. <laughs> yes, sir. There is. Plenty of uh, good opportunity there, too. But uh, you've got a great career path uh, ahead of you in, in that. Susan, uh, you worked for many years 
and you still do it, uh, although it's not what you teach, but you worked with the Student Success Center in the College of Business. Talk about what that Student Success Center was all about or the, is all the about. The Student Success Center, to me, um, the ladies that are in our College of Business Student Success Center, to me, I would put them up against anybody anywhere on campus, and they are actually the driving force behind the UBIS class. And they help the students with, um, of course, their college classes, but we also have professional readiness and leadership, which is part of that, where students learn um, how to eat at a at a work-related meal. They learn dining etiquette. They learn resumes. They learn cover letters. Um, they have, they learn interviewing skills. They have a, um, we have a clothes closet associated with that where if students don't have the proper attire for an event or an interview, they can go and borrow the clothes. And some of our governor school kids have done that for mm-hmm. their presentations and that kind of thing. So it's a very nice resource that we have. But um it, it's it's meant to be a crucial part of the student success, and the students take advantage of it. They really do, and they put on some fabulous programs. We have a series going now that we call Tech Talks, and faculty members can go talk about anything except what they teach. And so um, my talk last spring was based on my own experience uh, was called, so first year of college didn't go what you as you planned grade-wise, <laughs> now what? So um, the students were very appreciative of me sharing that with them, and, and they were glad that they could see that, okay, so I made a, I, I didn't make the grade I wanted in a class, but here's a lady who didn't make it either, but yet she's she's a teacher, she's a success. Um, it really, the, several of the students came up afterwards and said, that's awesome, you know, so we we have a human resource teacher who play. she'll kill me if she hears this, but she played um, after college softball in uh, Europe, and she relied on her team in Switzerland to get her the proper papers, and they didn't, and she got deported from Switzerland. So her <laughs> her talk was on um, how, how she got deported from Switzerland. So uh, we just, we share, we share life with them. And I think the students really appreciate that because they see, they see more than the person that's at the front of the room behind the lectern. And going off of that, um, just like what she said is tech is a school that, or especially in the college of business that you have the teacher student connection. And I feel like you don't get that everywhere. Cause she can tell you firsthand experience with her daughter when she um, went to another school that, uh, professors just you talk to the TA you never talk to the actual professor itself right. and that's one thing that I did love about tech is having that connection and I I had it in the beginning didn't take advantage of it until my senior year of college and I wish I would have freshman year of college um, but yeah so but a lot of people are sort of um, not clueless but they really don't have right. a, a, an identified pathway in that right. freshman year right exactly well and one thing that I've picked up doing um, though I'm trying to say no to things is I'm also speaking at the soar um, the orientation I speak to the parents and to the students and I'm loving that because you know the parents I just tell them this is what you need to do to help your students succeed and I tell the Kids, your parents aren't here. This is what you need to do to succeed. So it's it's something I really enjoy doing. This is my second year doing that. Well, that's so. great. That's that's an important message for them to uh, to get. Well, Caleb, looking back over your time at Tech, what were your favorite classes? My favorite classes. Oh man, um, I think 
I, honestly, it'd probably be her conflict class because I, I did learn a lot of life lessons in there, and I do enjoy classes like that. He played a lot of golf in his electives. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that messed me up. I will be honest with you, my freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I had, I think, a total of 12 hours of uh, just electives that were like golf, CrossFit, <laughs> and but I mean I had a great time and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie but that's part um, of a college it, experience. It um, but the actual classes once I get into up, got into upper division and I was going towards my major, um, I enjoyed those classes a lot more because uh, I knew I'd be actually using it. Yes, um, in my job. So Susan, in that class or in your SOAR classes, what do you tell? students and parents that are the most important things? The thing that I tell everybody in every class is listen to hear, not to respond. And I actually have parents pick up their phones and take a picture of that slide because we we listen so much faster than people talk that we're all guilty of figuring out what we're going to say back rather than really listening to what they have to say. And the other one that I teach is... Um, Consider the when you're in a conflict with somebody, always consider is what you're in a conflict over more important than your relationship with that person. And that helps you figure out which conflict style to use. Well, we are just about out of time, but I, I want to thank you both for being here. And um, I, again, all high school counselors uh, know how to nominate a student for the governor's school, They correct? do, and there are 20-something governor schools across the state, and I don't mind here on the radio to give my email out because if somebody's listening and you want your child or your grandchild or a student that you have to be able to go to a governor's school, if you will email me at swells, the number two, at tentech.edu, I will point you in the right direction because I love this program. I've been involved with it for over 20 years, and I'm very, very passionate about it. Well, that's a good way to end our program. I want to thank you both for being here, and thank you for the great work you're doing at Tech. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.